then whirled back. Oh, and don't forget to take the dried rose petals. They scent my bath just perfectly. I won't forget. Lily had been taking care of Jocelyn since the day she had arrived at Meadowbrook six years ago. It had been quite a change for Lily, who had been living in poverty since her parents had died of cholera when she was twelve years old. On her sixteenth birthday, her uncle, Jack Moran, had made the announcement that Lily would be leaving the attic garret where they lived. From that day forward, she would be residing with her wealthy cousin, Henry Caulfield, and his wife, Matilda, acting as companion to their fifteen-year-old daughter and only child, Jocelyn. Lily hadn't wanted to go. She loved her uncle. He and his friends were the only family she had once her parents were gone. She had begged him to let her stay, but he had refused. Jack Moran was a sharper. He earned his living by taking money from other people. Once Lily had begun to mature into a woman, he was determined she would escape the sort of life he led. She remembered their last day together as if it were burned into her brain. "'It's just too dangerous, Lily,' he had said. "'Twas only last week you dropped that man's wallet and nearly got nabbed by the police.' You're growing up, love, becoming a woman. I want you to have a better life, the kind your mamma and papa would have wanted you to have. I should have done this long before now, but I... You what, Uncle Jack? she asked tearfully. But you're all the family I have, love, and I'm going to miss you. Lily remembered how hard she had cried that day and the awful sick feeling in her stomach when her uncle left her at the door of Henry Caulfield's mansion. She hadn't seen Uncle Jack since that fateful day, and Lord, how she missed him. Yet, deep down inside, she knew he had done the right thing. Lily looked over at Jocelyn. I shall be leaving first thing in the morning. The newspaper says a storm may be coming in, perhaps even snow. I want to get there ahead of the weather. Do take the travelling coach, dear, to send it back once you arrive. If it should rain or snow, Mother and I will wait a few more days. Leave as soon as it clears enough to travel. That should give you plenty of time to put things in order. I am certain it will. Lily walked over to the gilt and ivory dresser and began to sort through Jocelyn's nightwear, choosing what to include in her trunks. I heard the Duke's Aunt Agatha will be there to act as hostess for our visit. So I gather. I've never met her. Apparently she rarely comes to London. Nor does your Duke. Joe sniffed as if the thought was entirely repugnant. I am certain once we are wed that will change. Lily just smiled and pulled out a soft cotton nightgown with roses embroidered around the ruffled neckline. They say your Duke is quite something tall and well-built, with hair the colour of ancient gold. I've heard he's incredibly handsome. One of Jocelyn's dark eyebrows went up. He had better be. I shan't marry him if he's unpleasant to look at, even if he is a duke. But Lily imagined Joe would marry the man no matter what he looked like. She wanted to be a duchess. She wanted to continue the lavish lifestyle she was used to, wanted the attention and high-ranking social position that came with the title. In truth, Jocelyn wanted everything, and thanks to a father who spoiled her no end, 
she usually got what she wanted. You are leaving, Your Grace, the butler, Jeremy Greaves, hurried forward as Royal strode across the entry toward the door. If I may be so bold, Your Grace, your visitors are expected to arrive at any moment. What will your betrothed think if you are not here to greet her? What indeed? I remind you, Greaves, we are not yet officially betrothed. I understand, sir. Still, she will expect you to properly welcome her to Bransford Castle. Undoubtedly. It was the height of bad manners to be gone from the house when the lady and her mother arrived. He glanced at his butler, a grey-haired old man with watery blue eyes, and kept walking. It occurred to him that few servants would be bold enough to gainsay a duke, but that didn't stop Greaves or Middleton, who had lived at Bransford since before Royal was born. If she gets here before my return.